Good morning. Welcome to our daily word and prayer. This is on this Tuesday morning. My name is Tom Short and so glad to have you along as we look into the word of God, learn from it, pray over it, and believe me, come here every day. And I hope if you are new, you will join us every day because we believe there's great value in the daily input of the word of God. We eat food every day. And if you don't, you get weak. We need to eat the word of God, feed on the word of God every day. Or if we don't, we get weak. We're, I'd like to speak this morning on the verse from Hebrews chapter 11. And I'd like to introduce this with a protestation I often hear on the campus from people who are atheists. And they say things like, I'm just as good as any Christian. Sometimes they even say, I'm better than any Christian I know. And, but I just don't believe in God. What's so wrong with that? Others will say, you mean I'm a good person, but God's going go to send me to hell just because of what I believe? And they, they boast in their atheism. They justify, they seek, as we've seen in this past week, they seek to justify themselves in their pride and in their self-righteousness. We all tend to do this, not just atheists. Everybody has this tendency. They justify themselves and say that in spite of my failure or weakness or problem or something God would not approve of, I'm still a good person. And the atheists will contend, and this is very, very big on campus, very big. It's the, the new atheists would contend that they are morally superior to the Christian faith and that, the, the teach, that their morals are superior to the teachings of the Bible. And this is quite common. And, and uh, so they will say that. So God's going to send me to hell just because of what I believe or because I don't believe something, even though I'm a good person. Why is faith so important to God? You ever wondered about that? Why does God say, and I want to look at the verse today, Hebrews eleven six. and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists or that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. It's impossible to please God without faith. Why is that? Why does God put such an emphasis on what we believe? Well, I think a couple things are important to point out here. Number one, what is the ultimate battle in the world in which we live, the big world, the universe? Keep in mind, if you look at the big story and you go back to Genesis chapter 1, we see that God created the heavens and the earth. He created all that is seen and unseen. And then by chapter 3, the serpent in the garden had the deceiver, the serpent, the great serpent, Satan himself, we find out later in the book of Revelation, came to Eve and he tempted her. And how did he tempt her? Has God said, you shall not eat of that tree? You shall not eat of any tree. Well, he, he lied to her, he tricked her. Has God said you shall not eat of any tree? And she had this, she made a big mistake. She entered into a conversation with the tempter. When we ought to just flee temptation or resist the devil or deny him or rebuke him, whatever you do, you don't enter into a conversation with him. You don't, you don't try and reason with him. He is a liar. And he's a pretty good one at that. He's pretty persuasive. He's been at it a lot longer than you or I have been. He's learned a lot of tricks about how to trick people. She entered into a conversation 
And he tricked her. And then he lied to her. He said, you know what, God, that's not true. You're not going to be, you're not going to die if you eat of that tree. You're not going to die. As a matter of fact, God knows you'll be like him. And she believed the lie and ate of the fruit, gave to her husband. He ate of it also. And my friends, that instant, shocking. You know, it's just eating an apple or something. I don't know, pomegranate, orange. We don't know what kind of fruit it was. But just eating something, was that big of a deal? Well, what the big deal was, they did not believe God. They believed the lie of the evil one over the truth of God. The ripple effect of it has been tremendous, as we know. I mean, every curse, every difficulty, every pain, every suffering, death itself, all goes back to that decision of our first parents choosing to believe the lie of Satan rather than the, the words, the truthful words of God. And this continues to be the struggle. Ultimately, at its deepest level, it comes down to, my friends, what do we really believe? Do you believe God is real or not? Do you believe what God says or don't you? Salvation, we, we all know that we're saved by grace through faith. People want to be justified by their works, by the way they live. God says that's not how it happens. We're justified by faith in Jesus Christ, what he did for us upon the cross, in Jesus himself, in the person of Jesus and what he's done. And yet so many of us, we, we, it's a human nature and other religions, they're all saying, no, it's what you do. God will judge you based on what you do. If you're a good person, you make it. If you're not, you don't. Who are you going to believe? Where does that come from? Is that idea that I'm saved by my own goodness, is that really a lie from the pit of hell? Well, if you believe the Bible, it is. And so we reject that idea. And we say, no, no, I'm not good enough. I'm, I am a sinner. I deserve judgment. I'm unworthy of salvation. But Jesus Christ on that cross secured my salvation. I believe the truth rather than the lie that comes from the pit of hell. But it doesn't end there. All of life is like this. Notice it says that God, to please God, we must have faith. What in particular? We must believe that God is. We must believe that he's there. You cannot see him. But that does not mean he's not there. There's plenty of things we cannot see that we don't, that, that we know are there. My goodness, right now, if you're listening to me, you're probably, there's probably Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi waves all around you that you're receiving this live stream from, this, this video from. You don't see him. You don't see those Wi-Fi waves going through the air, but they're there and you have the instrument that can pick it up. It's your computer or your phone or whatever. It picks that up and you can tell there's waves there that are transmitting information. Well, voila, here we are. So in the same way, we don't see God, but we know he's there. But it's more than just knowing he's there. It's that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. This is not just the initial salvation. We seek him, we get saved, we receive Christ, and then that's all over. But all of our life, we continue to seek God. We seek the ways of God. We seek to please God. We want to know what God says is true about every area of life. And the, and the, 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 the fight of faith, the battle of faith, it starts with 
I believe there's a God. I humble myself before him because I confess my own un unworthiness, my own sinfulness, my own failure to meet his standards. I receive his salvation. I receive his mercy. I receive his forgiveness through faith in Jesus Christ. I don't earn it. I receive it. But it doesn't end there. Indeed, the entire life, the rest of life, it continues this battle of my mind. Not only what will I believe, but we see it's deeper than that. It's who will I believe? Satan, we read in John chapter 8, verse 44, is a liar and the father of lies. And as we said earlier, he's a good liar. Revelation 12 tells us he's deceived the whole world. You've got to be a pretty good one to do that. He even led a third of the angels to rebel against God. Wow. These angels, they saw God. They were in heaven. And somehow he persuaded them, Satan persuaded them, that he would that a rebellion would succeed. And he about a third of the angels went along with him. Well, they they lost. But somehow he he must have been a good liar to persuade that many people that he could rise up against a God that those angels probably could see right there. So it's not only what do I believe, but it's a matter of who I believe. Why do I believe the Word of God? It's because of who it comes from. It comes from God. God is trustworthy. He's faithful. He's true. He could never lie. And He loves us. Why do I not believe that which is contrary to the Word of God? Because I ask myself, where does it come from? What, 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 where's that? It, to me, it's black and white. It's truth. It's, if it's coming from God, it's true. If it's, if it's opposing what God's Word says, where's it coming from? It's not just coming from me. There's spiritual forces behind it. And I've got to recognize that. And I choose to say, no, I do not believe what comes from the pit of hell. I do not believe what comes from the adversary. I recognize it's demonic in nature if it is opposed to the Word of God. I choose to believe the Word of God because I trust God. Not because I understand everything in it. Not because I'm brilliant or smart or anything like that. But rather because of who said it. I trust God. You must believe God and that he will reward those who seek him. So when there's this conflict, we don't go with the, the, the other side. We realize, that, we, we realize the source behind that. And dear friend, this is the struggle for all of our life now. When we think of everything... When we think of how do I want to respond to someone who hurt me? How do I want to think about my use of time? How do I want to treat my wife or kids? How do I want to, uh, how, how do I want to talk? What do I want to seek? What's important to me? What do, I, what do I think about money? What do I think about health? What do I think about everything? What do I think about government, politics? What do I think about education? What do I think about everything? I ask myself. Does God say something about this? Does the Word of God teach about this? Is this? The Bible says that His Word pertains to everything pertaining to life and godliness. We read in 2 Peter chapter 1. Everything pertaining to life, His Word speaks of. Do I believe that? Do you believe that? And if so, this journey in life, this faith journey, is to be growing in my understanding of what does God say about more and more and more and more areas of my life? And what have I believed? And if it is contrary to the word of God, 
which, which one am I going to choose because who am I going to believe? What we seek in life is a great demonstration of what our faith is. You know, the Bible, is a lot, the Bible says a lot about what you ought to seek and what you shouldn't seek. If you're interested, do a quick, quick Google search on that. Go to a Bible program and look up the word seek, and you'll be surprised how many things we're told don't seek and other things that we're told to seek. We seek the Lord. We seek first His kingdom. We seek His righteousness. We seek His glory. We seek to praise Him. We seek Him. We want to be people of faith. So, my friends, whether you're an atheist, whether you're a nominal Christian, whether you're a lukewarm Christian, whether you're a red-hot-on-fire Christian, you cannot please God without faith because faith ultimately says who you're going to believe. It's not just a matter of what I believe. It's a matter of who I believe. Do I believe God or do I believe the liar? and the enemy of my soul. God loves you, and he's a truth teller. Not only would he never lie to you, he can't lie to you. It's against his nature. Satan, if he tells you the truth, he's acting out of character because he's a liar. Don't listen to him. Father in heaven, we bless you today and praise you with all of our heart that you are a truth teller. We only have one life, Father. We only have one life. And we go through this life with trying to navigate what's right, what's true, what's best. We know, Lord, the, the world tells us one thing, the flesh tells us one thing, the devil tells us another, and so often you and what you tell us in your word goes against the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Father, though, we, we just come to you in humility because we acknowledge that the world and the flesh and the devil, they can make such appealing arguments such strong arguments. So it, it just they can make the 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 what's false sound so true. They can make what's dark look so light and look so right. But Father, we pray that we'd fight the fight of faith and believe your word because we believe you. Feed our soul with your word. Lord, every day we come here and to learn. We come here to be redirected. We come here to refocus. We come here knowing, Lord, that that, that we're inundated 24 hours a day with other messages, and we want your word to really build into our lives, be built into our lives. That's why, we, that's why we get into your word. That's why we listen here. That's why we pray. We confess our own weakness. Refocus us, Lord. Make us men and women of faith who believe, truly believe you. We believe you're there. We believe you're a truth teller. And therefore, we seek you and we seek your ways. Make us like this, we pray. Transform us because this is what we really want to be. So we give you permission, Father, to be redirecting our lives into the, your truth in every area. I pray there'd be no areas off limits. I pray there'd be no areas where we say, no, I want the flesh here. I want the devil here. I want the world here. God, you can have this, but there's areas off limits. We don't want to be that way. We want you to be God over all of our life. We bless you today, and we walk with you, and we thank you that you reward those who seek you. Hallelujah. You are a rewarder. Father, I thank you. It's better than winning the Publishers Clearinghouse or any of those other things. Better than winning the lottery, better than anything, to be rewarded by God. 
thank you. We praise you. We seek you. And we seek your blessing and grace and favor and reward in our life. Thank you. And we bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me. Can I make an announcement? You know, I, in, in, uh, <clears throat> I've, I have a, uh, uh, I do some tours every now and then. And this year, our tour to Israel was canceled due to COVID, of course. But in May, we're planning a cruise up into Alaska. And it will be a fun time, enjoyable time, a time of fellowship, a time where I'll be teaching the Word and having some devotions and teachings related to what we be, we're seeing up there and what we believe, what our faith teaches. And we'll be talking about some of the latest ideas about Christian understanding of the world and truth we live, truth in the world in which we live. I hope you can make it. Go to my website, TomThePreacher.com. There's an icon up in the top that says K. KY, know why you believe is the initials. Know why you believe. It's a tour of the upper right-hand corner. Click on that for more information. But if you've ever wanted to go to Alaska, go ahead and join us. Come on our cruise with us. Have some fun. We'll have some relationship. We'll spend some time together. Roz and I are looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be a great time together. Check it out. If you're interested at all, check it out. We're, uh, we're coming up on a few deadlines. It'll be in late May, but we're coming up on some uh, some deadlines. So uh, if you can make it, I think you'd really enjoy it. God bless you. Thanks for being along. I'll see you tomorrow morning as we continue talking about faith, what it is, what it isn't, and how it should be worked out in our lives. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.